So you want to start an exercise program, but how do you begin? Are you somebody who feels that you have to join a gym? Do you want to walk outside? Do you have equipment in your house? It's always that big question is, what can I do and how do I stay motivated to it? Do I have to check with my doctor first? What goes into starting an exercise program? Because you know, and the American College of Sports Medicine says to us that exercise is medicine. All of the experts, me included, I suppose, say that exercise is medicine. The profound effect that exercise has on our body and our physiology is unmatchable. There are no medications to do what exercise can do for you. So hang on, because we got a great show coming up. Life's too short. Life's too damn short. With your fun fitness friend, Melanie Cole, MS. And welcome to the show. My guest today is Dr. Barbara Ainsworth. She's a Regents Professor in the Exercise Science and Health Promotion Program in the School of Nutrition and Health Promotion at Arizona State University. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ainsworth. So in my intro, I said, you know, people want to start exercising, but some people just don't know how to begin. Do they have to join a gym? Do they have to get help from a professional? What can they do to get started? Well, I'm so pleased to be with you today. My first response to your question, do they need to join a gym? And I would say absolutely not. A gym is always nice if you like structured exercise classes or you like that gym environment. For many new exercisers, you can start right in your home and right around your neighborhood and get a lot of great exercise uh, to, to improve your health and well-being and just get started and, and get going. Okay, so let's just start right at the beginning. Equipment. If they do want to just get going and we say just get moving, just do it, you know, just get up and move around. Do they need to start with some equipment? And what shoes do you recommend? Because I always like to recommend running shoes, even if they're going to walk or dance around their living room, just because they're so supportive these days. But what do you think about starting in the shoe department? Well, I would say to be active, intentionally be active. I think you need to wear a good walking shoe or a good running shoe. Now, a good walking shoe that has a firm sole on it that is not elevated, that's not designed for running, will probably be a lot safer for novice exercisers because the new exerciser is not going to run. They're going to probably start to walk. And having a good shoe that's made for walking will probably be the best way to go about doing it. sound like Debbie Boone. Exercise. Pardon me? Right? You sound like Debbie Boone. These shoes were made for walking, right? Well, so, these shoes are made for walking, absolutely. So, okay, so they can just get themselves a good pair of walking shoes and just get out there. Do they need to keep track of their heart rate? No, no, you don't. You just need to walk briskly if you're going to have a walking program. And that means you walk a little bit faster than normal, but not to the point where you can't keep, your, your, can't keep up the pace. So, so then, let's let's just go back here a minute, though, and talk about the real novice exerciser. Because if most people have lived a long time without exercising or being active at all, I would recommend starting with some lifestyle physical activity. And so, as you go through your day, I would say go out of the way to be more active, and and that means get out of the chair and move around. So if you drive to the parking to the to the mall park farther away and take about three minutes to walk into the store 
And um, if you're taking the bus to work and you can get off a bus stop earlier, get off about five minutes early at another stop and walk on in. So these types of activities, getting up during the commercials while you're watching TV, moving around, will help you get used to moving around before you intentionally go on out and and uh, start a, a, a walking program. ACSM recommends, it totally makes sense, and they recommend 150 minutes a week. Now, right. people hear that number, whoa, they go, Dr. Ainsworth, that's a lot. Now, when you say just functional exercises and getting up lifestyle exercises, do those count to that 150 minutes, or does that mean formal exercise? Well, the, the, the 150 minutes a week was written for formal exercise or formal physical activity that is at least 10 to 15 minutes at a time in, a, in um, one bout, as we would say that. So one, this is one way you can do it. You can uh, have a meal and then take a 10 or a 15-minute walk after that in the morning and also in the afternoon or after dinner. And that would be about 30 minutes a day. Now, if you did that five days a week, you would have your 150 minutes. Now, people hear you say that, and they say, can I do it in 10-minute bouts? If I want to get up from my desk at work and go run around the building a couple of times, does that count, or does it all have to be in one fell swoop? The 10 minutes works very well, uh, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to increase our metabolic rate. That means we're trying to get up and get our get our digestive system moving a little bit, our, our, our muscles, get the blood flowing to muscles that have been sedentary. And that has profound benefits for your, your health. We call that metabolic fitness. It, it helps to um, um, move the glucose out of your blood into your muscles to help maintain uh, the balance so you don't become diabetic. It helps keep the um, triglycerides down, so uh, those bad lipids down, to so you don't, uh, you know, start developing those risk factors for heart disease. Ten minutes is uh, very beneficial to get those systems working. So, okay, they've decided they're going to do this. They got mm-hmm. a pair of shoes. They're ready to get out there. They're walking a little mm-hmm. bit further. They're getting off the bus stop earlier. They're getting into work a little earlier so they can walk around a few times. They're taking mm-hmm. the stairs, parking further away. They're doing all of these great things. And then they say, okay, so now I need to start doing some of that other stuff they talk about. Women and are supposed to be doing weight training. Of course, men too. But it does that? What, what do they do there? Because that's where they're like, okay, what am I supposed to lift? I don't want to look like one of those German swimmers. Can I lift weights? What's going to happen? You know, then they then that's when it starts to get a little confusing. Well, one of the first things you could do is while you're increasing your lifestyle activity, start lifting heavy things. Don't let that people lift things for you that you can lift for yourself. And that might be dragging the trash pin, bins out to the front yard, um, starting to push the lawnmower through the grass. A lot of these lifestyle things will get you ready to start moving into a weight training program. Um, the, one of the, the worst things you could do is just go straight to a gym if you've not been physically active in your lifestyle and uh, get a trainer and just start lifting really heavy weights. That, that could promote a lot of soreness. 
and um, it 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 isn't something that you can keep up for a long time. Now, if you don't like to do that lifestyle activity where you lift your own heavy items, you're dragging those heavy trash bins outside, then you can go to a, a gym and start uh, using the recommendations by the uh, U.S. Physical Activity Guidelines to exercise the seven major muscle groups of, of the body, and, a, and a, a trainer could show uh, somebody how to, to do this type of activity. So it's not a terrible idea to consult with a professional just at the beginning to sort of go through some of the equipment, look at the free weights, don't be afraid of them, and learn good form and that sort of thing. Then comes in the big question, Dr. Ainsworth, of motivation, because I think that is what keeps people from starting, that's what keeps people from continuing, and that's what makes people drop out, is that motivation. Where do you dig down. I mean, you're a regent professor. You're teaching this stuff every day. What do you tell the people about digging deep, finding that motivation to do exactly that? Does it have to be some kind of like, you know, medical event or that you need to lose weight? Does there have to be something? Where's the motivation coming from? Yeah, every Everybody needs to have some motivation for a behavior. And I think the, the at the start, you have to know yourself and you have to, to know how 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 much do I want to engage in an exercise program and, and what will work for me? So most of the time people say, I don't have time to exercise. My life is just too busy and too crowded. And that is that is absolutely true. So you have to find out, well, what is it a, during that busy schedule that I can fit in to find some exercise? Now, we think about, a lot about women who, who want to be active. For some women, being active with others we call that social support, is is the motivation, it's the key, it's the accountability that you need to say, okay, I'm going to be active and I'm going to set an appointment to walk with my, my friend. And, oh, my goodness sakes, I might not want to go myself, but I'm not going to disappoint my friend. And that social support is, is often what is needed to get out there to be active. Now, there's others women who might want to take that moment to get away from the from the noisiness of daily life and be alone and have some alone time. And so walking alone or, or doing some sort of bicycling or activity alone is just what is needed in order to renew. Um, many, many people uh, enjoy walking the dog as a way to get some exercise in. Yeah, they, they prove that if you have a dog, you get more exercise. That's right, because the dogs are creatures of habit, and if you, after dinner, if you normally take a walk with the dogs one or two days, pretty soon they're right there following you around until you get their leash out and take them for their walk after the dinner hour. Oh, so, yeah, it's a great way to get you out and doing it, and you're right. The dogs give you the little guilt trip. They look up at you. They want to go out so bad. They look at their leash. They look back at you. So that is another really great way. So you've given us some great tips. Wrap it up a little for us, Dr. Ainsworth, about getting going and why you think it's so important, not just for older adults, although it is really important for older adults. Give us you know, kind of a wrap-up of why it's so important and what we can do to get started. Well, on top of everything else, physical activity is important for your life. Exercise is medicine. And if you look at the people who are living into their 
late 80s and 90s, those are the people who've been active all their life. Not only do we have better health, we have better composition for our body, less fat. We have better balance. Our bones are stronger. We have more fitness. It's great for mental health, too. Every, every positive thing about life is revolving around physical activity. So for some people, the health gets them out. Others, it's friends that get them going or the dogs or another reason. Regardless of the reason, moving them out around more in your life. Even if you like to watch TV, get up at the commercials and walk around. Move because that's going to help improve your health for life. Well, and you know what I like to do is watch my shows. I won't watch TV unless I'm on my treadmill. So any of the new shows, Grey's Anatomy's back on, you know, watching old Good Wives, anything that I can watch that will keep me on my treadmill is just a great way to do it. So it's such just such great information and so important that people know you are listening to Life's Too Short. You know, it's much too short. So we have to make the most of it. And the way to do that is to exercise our bodies. We crave it. We want it. We don't want to just sit. We're not made for just sitting. That's why we have these big gluteal muscles and these awesome quadriceps. We have to get up and move around. And remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, rate and review, because that way like-minded people will get involved. The show is called Life's Too Short. It's on Radio M. I'm Melanie Cole, and just thanks for listening.